0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club podcast. This week, we are talking about uh, two controllers having a baby, Cyberpunk news dump, some action RPG news, Google Stadia looking to boost some numbers, some BlizzCon sadness, and Valorant is taking over Twitch. But first, I am Manny G, and with me, as always, is the fearless TX Man. What's up, buddy?
1: I have a sneeze that wants to come out, but it refuses to come out. So, oh, no, I apologize.
0: Well, just leave uh, uh sneeze into your arm.
1: Yes, into my, the the crook of my elbow. Yes,
0: yes, that is that is in vogue right
1: now. It is, it
0: really is. It's so hot
1: a right now. I'm gonna wear uh-huh. a bait, I'm gonna wear a, a Bane mask as my, right. uh... <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. Dude, I wore a mask today.
1: Oh, are they making you guys wear them now?
0: No, but I had to go to Lowe's and I didn't want some dude spitting on me. Yeah. yeah. So what? I so I did that.
1: So the funny thing about yeah. uh masks, I'm sure it's all over the news, but this is widely known in my world, especially yeah. in my previous world working on uh, on an ambulance. But the mask is good for keeping their germs off of you, right? Mhm. So that's the idea behind now, right, the whole hey, wear anything, even a, sh- yeah. a t-shirt wrapped around your face. It's just, yeah, really. The idea is that everybody puts one on, and we all keep each other, our germs uh, off of each other. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, keep your yeah. germs in your to own yourself.
1: mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I cool, mean, there's man. no
0: expectation of blocking a hundred percent of. Uh, you know, it's like like an N95 mask, N95, ninety five percent. So you're not going to get that from a T shirt.
1: Nope. Oh, no, but it's
0: something, right? Yes. yes. Maybe something's better than nothing. Maybe Who some knows? people
1: have terrible habits about sneezing and don't cover up, and just having a mask on all the time
0: <laughs> will alleviate yeah. that. Exactly, dude. I mean, just think of the convenience of being able to cough and sneeze with your hands in your pocket. Sounds and- cool to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you can wear a bane mask
0: yes exactly and, look cool and menacing yes. well cool that's man <laughs> well andy my friend yes. what's up uh life is uh life is yet again kicking my pants oh yes so uh so yeah mm, that's sad. those are sad times those are yeah. sad times
1: yeah i don't like it when life kicks you in the pants no me neither no
0: it hurts I'm not prepared. <laughs> but uh Andy, my <laughs> yes. friend. What's tell that? me about your uh, your gaming adventures this week.
1: Oh, bro. There they've there have been some mighty adventures. Well, all of us, me, you, Matt has joined yeah. us Demon Mask. Yes. Uh we've been doing a lot of Diablo 3. I think he's snuck away to do some Valorant here and there as well. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
0: he got um, he got his code and Yeah. We never saw him again. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's actually playing right now, Manny. Some some Diablo, but that's that's what I've been. That's what we have been doing. We've been doing yeah. some Diablo three grinding the season. That has been so good to me this season, Manny. The yeah. primals are just it, they're raining down from the sky. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: Yeah, well, I'm happy you uh, you like to share your primals because I've been getting nothing.
1: <laughs> well, dude, it, it, to be, my, I'm glad that my luck it has extended to my friends because, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, dude, I've gotten uh, three absolute powerhouses uh, for primals. I got a helmet and a the weapon that I use for my main build the build that I use for you know pushing the greater rifts yeah and then I got another primal for the weapon that I use to speed farm so now I can speed farm higher rifts right out of control uh, yeah and then um and then yesterday we were all playing me my uh Matt uh you and myself were playing and I got two primals that were useful for you so typically as you know the primal the primal yeah. um, the primals that drop are typically like the worst gear that you would never use right mm-hmm. like some random yeah. belt that was useful like you know when the first, the game first dropped but hasn't been useful in like six seasons stuff like that but th- this year has this season has been really good to me so
0: Very nice dude. Mm-hmm. That's that's good to hear.
1: Yeah.
0: But, uh, Andy, we got some news, buddy. Are you ready to jump into this week's episode?
1: Totally.
0: So, Andy, what happens when you take a late night, an Xbox Elite controller, and a oh,
1: PlayStation controller? What? That shouldn't have, It's like Romeo and Juliet, bro. That's yeah. star-crossed lovers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, PlayStation, Sony, mm. they have uh, unveiled the new PlayStation 5 uh, mm. controller. Mm-hmm. and it's called the dual sense controller right they scrapped yes. dual shock like this yes. isn't just a shock this is a uh, this is a sensory experience
1: mm. yes
0: a little a little yes. funny you know it's it's um yes. yeah pretty pretty cool you know so so this this controller uh and we got some stuff here to talk about but it looks kind of funny my favorite mm-hmm. meme that i've seen so far is a, a picture of of a white Xbox controller, uh, with a black uh, female uh, spaghetti strap um, sleeveless shirt tank top, and then equals the new PS5 controller.
1: That's right, I saw. Because it looks like it's
0: wearing a uh, spaghetti <laughs> strap um, sleeveless shirt.
1: shirt. There have been so many good ones, dude. There was one that used the controller as part of a, of a of a helmet for a stormtrooper. There's, <laughs> yes. there was a spongebob meme where they were talking about like uh uh well it was paint bubbles it was paint bubbles and it had audio and everything but it was one paint bubble had a uh a dual shock mm-hmm. controller the other one had an elite controller a white elite controller and then they both merged the two bubbles and then it was the the dual sense controller I mean, they're google it there are yeah. some really really good ones
0: there's yes um well Andy there there's some yes. special features right is it yeah. this isn't just uh a, a you know a skin or a, a color change right because it's no, two no. it's black and it's white but
1: yes yes and I think it's retained a lot of the uh the features from or oh, I guess it's building on the features that they've uh had with their their current uh controller but uh, yeah but we have a little breakdown manny
0: let's have it buddy
1: you ready so first off from the sony blog post uh this is directly from the horse's mouth uh himself uh it says we've reached an exciting milestone with playstation 5 as we're starting to ship our new controller in its final design to developers who are implementing its unique features into their games But first, we wanted everyone in the PlayStation community to get a first look at the DualSense wireless controller. And hear our vision for how the new controller will captivate more of your senses as you interact with the virtual worlds in PS5 games. The features of DualSense, along with PS5's Tempest 3D audio tech, will deliver a new feeling of immersion to players. When PS4 launched in 2013, the DualShock 4 wireless controller garnered a lot of positive feedback this is me giving the sarcastic look um, <laughs> from gamers and developers for being the best PlayStation controller yet which is wow. like saying it's the best not Xbox controller yet <laughs> um, and for introducing forward-looking features such as like the share button this brought us to the next question how do we build upon that success i know copy the xbox elite controller (laughs) (laughs) no 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 we're showing
0: our cards too early
1: just kidding just kidding but just to give us some talking points manny there isn't a lot of information or there aren't actual specs yet right we only have uh you know what they revealed to us but we do have some uh, foreshadowing of what we might uh expect so uh this is from a different article uh, with a little bit better, uh, better breakdown here. A uh, quick rundown of what's new with the DualSense. Two-tone color design slash light bar replacement. The most noticeable difference between the DualSense and previous DualShock controllers is its striking two-tone design. The light bar replacement replace- has also changed instead of being located at the top of the controller. It will now sit on both sides of the touchpad. Uh, this, according to Sony, will grant it a slightly larger look and feel, hmm. form factor. Uh, do you want to break these down one at a time, Manny, or do you want to go well, through the whole list?
0: As far as I can see, mm-hmm. um, and, and from what I can tell, was it the light bar used in some of the VR game experiences?
1: That I, I believe I, I couldn't tell you. None I of the think games so. That I, really... I
0: I I was not not. This is not from firsthand, but I've I've. I'm always listening to stuff, Mm. and I believe that's what people were saying. Um, So this new placement uh, may be suggesting that they're going to have all new VR peripherals, which Mm. is kind of like a a duh type thing, right? Like, of course they are. Of course they are. You have new hardware, new opportunity to sell new Mm. peripherals. Right. Mm -hmm. To remake things, make them better, not just for money. Right. But but just to improve on the tech that you already have. So I think that's that's great. That's fantastic. And I, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not I don't play the PlayStation. I don't have one and I don't do VR either. But Mm -hmm. I believe those people who are fans of VR on PlayStation will be happy to get some new stuff because your your whole VR experience depends on your equipment, you have to have good equipment in order to have a good experience. So, with all this stuff being upgraded, I think that's positive. But the overall look uh, of of the the controller, if I just kind of take the two tone and put that in the background, because mm. uh, to be honest, I don't care. I don't care if it's black and white. It doesn't right. do anything for me. Mm. It looks to me, it looks a little off. It looks like mm. a little. I don't know like like the whole the touch bar thing or the touch pad or whatever it reminds right. me of the notch on your on my iPhone which I totally hate like the notch that has you know it's it's just like one big eyebrow is mm. what it reminds me of but so oh, so I don't I know see, but, it's yes, just, yes. but it's just but it's just a color thing right because if it's right. all black or all gray or whatever it's going to look different so I don't right. think I don't think it really even matters to be honest right right um to me a controller has to feel good in my hands and Mm -hmm. i think that's the bottom line for this whole thing and and it is i guess it's pretty fun right there's a lot of people with all these memes talking about the two-tone colors and how you know trying to find creative ways to say that it's ugly without just calling it ugly right (laughs) which it's been very entertaining it's been a lot of fun but um if it feels good in the hand, then then it's a win. If it feels well, good to use, right?
1: Yeah. Well, as far as the the like the you know just because you're on the the uh, the feel of it, it there is yeah. a little breakdown here on the form factor. Sure. Um, and so, just to give what you're saying a little context, uh, the form factor, the new Dual Sense controller seems to have a slightly thicker. Form factor than the DualShock 4. While we don't have the exact measurements and haven't held one in our hands yet, the shape is definitely a divergence from the previous PlayStation controllers. According to Sony, the angle of the hand triggers and the grip have been updated to make room for some of its new features like introduction of, a, of a adaptive triggers. Mm. So um, apparently a little bit beefier. And the look of it, right? The, what yes. we've seen, it yeah. looks like a beefier controller. Um but who knows? Maybe they are borrowing mm-hmm. some dimensions from uh we'll say stuff that's already out there um that people seem to enjoy, right? Yeah. And
0: um, I I've never liked the feel of a PlayStation controller. Like I've no, never it, liked it and like yeah. like my my thumbs like my thumbs don't want none unless you've got staggered sticks, son. Like I have to have <laughs> staggered sticks. I don't yes. like. I don't like Sony's take on where the where your the, uh, where, where your sticks go.
1: Yes. Yeah. Now uh, those are still where they are, right?
0: Yes, they're like still even, in the exact they, same spot as always.
1: Yeah, it's just a fatter controller, right?
0: Yeah. So maybe they have. I don't think they've not necess- They've talked about the tech,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the features, the fluff.
1: Mm-hmm, they
0: haven't right. talked about ergonomics,
1: right? Right. Um, they haven't
0: talked about you know, um, because like uh just just quickly, the the Xbox Series X controller. Mm-hmm. When this came out, people started to criticize it and say, "Well, oh, it's just like, uh, it's just an iteration. It's not like this new." Uh, um, revolution in right. controller it's like come on do we need a revolution in controllers Sony yeah, thinks we been, might broke. but there's a lot of fluff here for me personally I see a mm. ton of fluff and remember we talked about before we heard about the specs we talked about our feeling our prediction was that Sony was not going to have a more powerful box they're going to have yeah. a box with more gimmicks Right. And I believe that's what we're seeing here. Now, these gimmicks can be positive, and they also can be game-changing, right? So right. I'm not saying that in a negative way. But mm-hmm. Xbox isn't showing us a lot of gimmicks right now. right? Um, may, you know, sure, it'd be great to see some changes and some new takes and stuff, but I don't want to see all these things on the wayside, only first-party uh, games take advantage of it and stuff which can definitely happen for right. sure but um it's i don't know it's and it's just a controller
1: yeah yeah <laughs> in the end yes exactly yeah um and just to just to kind of quickly sort of run through the rest of these features not not to sit here and go through each one of the breakdowns because you're right like there's really not a whole lot here There is apparently some haptic feedback uh, that they are uh, really espousing, right? They're they're talking about how, um, you know, how the the feedback of the controller reacts compared to uh, what you're doing in-game. It's supposed Mm -hmm. to be a little more immersive. Mm -hmm. uh, Adaptive triggers uh, on the uh, L2 and R2 buttons um, that have, like, variable resistance uh, that... uh, that are going to be working with that feedback um, again to make it yeah. more immersive. Uh, rechargeable battery sounds like it's integrated, uh, similar to the uh, the elite uh, ser- or version two, right? Um, a yeah, but- uh, Built-in mic. This is that's the uh-huh. one that kind of stood out the most to me. It has an actual built-in mic. Yes. Uh, that will allow you to chat without having a headset.
0: Yeah, I I see that as as an awful experience, because my, small small form microphones are very hard to get right. Even yeah. good high end like my uh, I, my Astro A50 headset, yeah, uh, even that mic struggles to sound good, in my opinion.
1: Mm. Right.
0: Um, and and that is that is a one of the better uh, microphones in a headset. Mm. So I can't right. imagine that this built-in mic is going to be anything that your your friends are going to want to listen to. Yeah. Maybe yeah. good in a pinch, maybe good for voice controls. That'd be soon. Yeah.
1: Right. right. And I think that is, that is what they are, uh, at least one of the articles that I read, did uh, mention that. Like, not necessarily something that you'd want to stay on, but certainly something that if you're getting up, walking away, or, you know... Maybe off of your headset for a moment, mm-hmm. something to sort of bridge the gap, right? yeah, so I don't know that they're they're trying to market this as something to replace your headset, which I don't think anybody wants, right? yeah, um, I think part of the um the nice thing about having a headset is you don't have to have the volume on your monitor on, which mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know how they would handle that feedback, right, because if the volume's yeah. coming out of your controller. I'm sorry, out of your uh you know your monitor or your t v or whatever you're using, yeah, you know, Mike is picking up the game volume and their volume, and I could just see that being an issue right with feedback, yeah, but I'm sure they've already tested all that stuff, but like sure said, i don't I don't know how how viable of an option that would that's gonna be for for long term use
0: Mm-hmm. so are what do you think Andy are you excited about this this dual sense controller? will you get one to play uh <laughs> to to uh, play your uh com- your computer games with
1: I, I doubt it I don't, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know that uh, this control but it could it could be right it could be something that that this haptic feedback that they're talking about uh these new innovations in terms of the feel of the controller and how it reacts to what's happening on, in game yeah uh, that might be like you know the most amazing thing ever right uh, sure and and so it might blow you know what's out there uh, out of the water but i i doubt that's what's going to happen because i mean look that the microsoft has done wonders with their controllers for generations mm-hmm. right yes and the the latest iteration as much as people complain and i'm one of them about how flimsy the bumper uh, buttons are you know it's still a a comp- a, a control that is, like surpasses even like a lot of the uh the um what do you call them the other hmm. controllers that people put together yeah third yeah third like ones. third party stuff what do they call them
0: like they the mean? C40 from from Astro and
1: yes yes like I can't. yeah yeah
0: like third My party? words
1: escape me yeah <laughs> the third party uh controllers that are out there right <laughs> the 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 yeah. frankenstein controllers
0: uh, <laughs> like scuff
1: yes they thank you the scuff controllers
0: dude i just as a quick side note dude i've had uh-huh. several scuff controllers each of them just drift never had a good quality scuff controller
1: yeah well and so that's what i'm saying right the the yeah the microsoft controller surpasses even like those controllers with the pads and and the uh, the triggers and all the stuff that you can the the customability that you have to do whatever you want on that controller, mm-hmm. I doubt that that that's going to be something that's hard to top, right? And so, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see when it comes out. We'll see what folks think, and maybe it'll be a pleasant surprise. Yes,
0: and you know, has has a built-in rechargeable battery, which is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. what you mentioned charges through mm-hmm. USB C. That's cool. Yes. Um. But battery life, do we know about battery life?
1: I don't think so, not yet. I mean, because the, be...
0: the dual shock is notorious for having terrible battery
1: life, yes. And that was another thing that one of the articles mentioned, right? That that uh, mm-hmm. dual shock, uh, notoriously bad in terms yeah. of battery life, and there was supposed to be some improvements there, but again, uh, without having one. Oh, yeah. or without somebody having held one. All we're going by is what Sony's telling us, right?
0: Yeah, so battery life that's gonna have to be tested. Right. Yes. To to mm-hmm. see how good it actually is or or not. But you know, the same thing like with like cell phone manufacturers talk about their battery life and stuff. You don't yes. actually know until it's been tested. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it's could because so many times they're like, you know, eighteen hour battery and it's like four, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, yes, that happens right. a lot in like the cell phone world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um,
1: 18 you know, hours if you use it without any of the feedback.
0: 18 hours in standby mode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. Standby mode. You're right. Exactly right. Oh, but, man.
0: Dude, this next story, Andy, is really cool. Cyberpunk mm. 2077 sweet yes. news info dump. Uh, right. Before we jump into some of the details that we have about, mm. like, uh, like some of the uh, the new the gangs that they that they told us about, mm-hmm. and the, the DLC, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about the release date real quick.
1: Oh yes, the release yes. date,
0: as far as we know, and as far as they can tell, is unchanged. It is still right. coming out in September.
1: Well, unchanged. Since the change, Yeah. Oh yeah. Since the change, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Right. Exactly. Yes. Still September.
0: Yeah. But they, they have, they've switched gears for like three weeks now. Everybody's been working for, from home. The game is complete. All there, there's no more new content being added to, to the game. It is all about polish and making sure it's perfect. Right. They have twice as many people testing the game right now, a full playthrough available testing the entire game than they had on The Witcher 3, twice as many. So hopefully we get mm-hmm. an amazing experience right out the gate. The game has already been submitted to the ratings boards throughout the whole world. All the major ones, have, it's already been done because a lot of ratings uh, boards right now, they're just not working because of the whole uh, you know human malware thing. Yes. so,
1: <laughs> yes. so uh, right
0: so yeah it's 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 positive news mm-hmm. uh for anyone looking forward to playing this game
1: yes and uh, the articles that I uh, looked through uh, were quoted as that that is still the case nothing has changed everything is moving forward with that September release uh still being the target so it doesn't yeah, sound yeah. like they're even... Worried about hitting that, that, yeah. uh, that projected date.
0: Yes, yes, indeed.
1: So, yeah. So, but yes, Manny, we <laughs> have a little bit of a revelation. Oh my! Uh, from IGN, CD Projekt Red has started detail uh, has started to detail some of the in-game <laughs> gangs and corporations that will appear in Cyberpunk 2077, starting with the Mox. The studio shared the news on Twitter with a short video showcasing the gang's in-game iconography. The Mox, or Moxes, was formed in 2076 after the death of Elizabeth Lizzie Borden, a strip club owner and ex-prostitute, a hooker with a heart, if you will. That's right. Who treated her workers fairly and defended them from violent clients. Very nice. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So uh we have uh we have Miss uh, Miss Borden who uh who was revealed uh to be the uh the not founding member but uh the uh what do you call it?
0: Uh the uh oh my gosh. inspiration. Inspiration the cornerstone. The, Manny,
1: uh, I'm gonna take a moment to say I used up all my words <laughs> putting the show together today, okay? <laughs> The inspiration uh, <laughs> uh, for for one of the gangs in the game. Um, yeah. The, uh, let's see. Uh, we have uh, for more. According to the tweet, the Mox's motivation is to protect working girls and guys from violence and abuse. I think they mean something when they say working girls and guys. I don't know. Mm, Just me. I don't know. <laughs> Their gang name, we'll name is written in old school text with the skull doll being their chosen symbol. Global community lead Marcin Momot, 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 Momot mm-hmm. weighed Perfect. in with a, quote, retweet, noting that this is the first entry in a series of posts t- uh, talking about corporations and gangs that you will be able to encounter in the streets of Night City. Expect a few more of these information drops over the coming months as we approach Cyberpunk 2077's... September release date Oh hooray mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I like this I like that they're mm-hmm. in this whole mode now of just dropping information about the game as we lead up to release it's it's starting like the information is coming in it has begun and it is a, an excited an exciting time to be uh, uh, yeah, an RPG fan.
1: Yes, dude. Yes, and uh, given where we are currently in in just sort of life, right? Uh, yeah. Gaming uh, numbers, just people being online and gaming. Uh, those numbers have just soared, right? They uh, have, yeah. And and so I think that uh, you know, with people having so much time, uh, I think people are going to be burning through through content, right? Those libraries that people had to get to are going to be tapped out here pretty soon and we're gonna be thirsty for for new stuff i know you know for me uh you know as as fun as i've had in diablo uh, we were just talking like um, yeah i i think i've i've gotten to the point solo where i'm fine where i'm at and when you guys hop on which you know you you have a more traditional job right so you're at work every day Mm -hmm. um so you know when you come on, then yeah, I'll hop on and and we'll play together, but I'm ready to maybe seek adventures in 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 another place right yeah, um and that that probably means either jumping into uh game pass stuff or you know just looking for the next new adventure uh but this is this is gonna this is gonna be a nice uh a welcome. Uh, Edition when it when it finally drops, man. Because I think we'll be ready for it for sure. Um, But Manny, Mm, yeah, to jump to move on from our revelation, uh, we also have uh, some announcements, uh, DLC announcements uh, for uh, Cyberpunk um, from Video Games Chronicle. Uh, Speaking in a Polish investor Q and A on Thursday. Translated by VGC. I don't like it when they translate these uh, investor calls, man, because it's well, <laughs> sometimes it sounds like what they kind of the have heck? to translate. I know, right? I know. <laughs> CD Projekt president Adam K- Kaczynski confirmed that Cyberpunk 2077 will have no less DLC than The Witcher 3 had. Wow. Mm. That, that means at a minimum. Yes. What the what, what uh Witcher 3 had is that's a
0: nice expectation that they said. Oh,
1: dude, I think that might be my next game. Then the Witcher yeah. 3. Hey, why not? Bro, why do Monster Hunter when I can <laughs> jump into some adventures with old uh old Gerald?
0: It's on Game Pass, isn't it?
1: Yeah, dude, I own that game, I have that game. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. The comments suggest Cyberpunk will re- receive content equivalent to or bigger than the two full storyline expansions, expansions and one six DLC packs the Witcher, the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt did following its release in May 2015. Uh, on announcement timing, Kaczynski said to expect a similar scenario to The Witcher 3 when DLC packs were announced three months before its planned release which was later delayed, and expansions detailed a few weeks ahead of its release. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt released with an extensive DLC calendar, which saw two pieces of free DLC drop every week or two for two months following the game's release. That, <laughs> that is how to maintain interest in your game. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. Yes,
0: that's how to <laughs> properly manufacture
1: hype. Yes, dude. With the actual <laughs> stuff. Right? Right. Uh The Witcher 3 DLC packs included five new quests, new weapons and armor sets, cosmetics and a new game plus mode. And these are free DLC. Yeah. Correct? Yes. That's that's incredible, dude. That's incredible. Look. And I'm not saying, right? Like you could you could uh argue, right? I could sit here and play Devil's Advocate and say, "Well, why don't they just give it to us all upon release?" Right? Yeah. Why do they have to drip feed us this content over the course of two months? Um,
0: but well, that's an easy answer. Go for it. It, it wasn't ready yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't quite there. Um, yeah, and I mean, there's any number of, of reasons, right? Sure, sure. I, I was not there for the release of The Witcher 3, so I don't know how complete a game that was when it came out. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine... That it was ill received, right? Like it did. I've not heard that. Oh, remember? Yeah. the... Oh, you remember that Witcher Three launch? Oof, mm-hmm. that was a rough one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, this is. not We're not talking about Anthem here. You know, we're not talking about uh, you know, yeah, uh, Anthem, Wolfson, uh, Destiny, Destiny Two, <laughs> uh-huh. Division, Division yeah. Two. Diablo you know what I mean? 3. Like, yeah. I mean, you just the list goes on and on, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, I think that. Uh, I think setting up a release uh, like that, right? Or just content sort of uh, releases where, you know, instead of saying, hey, this season's three months, look at like Destiny, right? Destiny saved up Trials of Osiris for how many years now?
0: Oh, it's been a long time.
1: Dude, and people were salivating for that. Mm-hmm. and how far into the release of that are we and people are already like up in arms like their player numbers are dropping you know they're having so many issues with you know bugs and this and that and the other but i i also the the other piece of that is that uh the pve side of the game right they they're just it's there's nothing there there's absolutely mm-hmm. nothing there uh to to keep people busy man and and i don't know I think there's something to maintaining a level. And, I, I, you know, that game's almost there, right, where they do that. Like, oh, you know, we're just going to kind of release over, you know, every week or two weeks. But it's not like substantial stuff, right? It's just that really does feel like Mm -hmm. they're just sort of like, you know, time-gating the content. Yeah,
0: well, they're very obviously in a holding pattern. Like, it's right. super obvious.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because their studio's working on other stuff.
1: Right, yes, of course. Many other things, right? Uh, yeah. One has to imagine that they're working on the next game, plus whatever this other project is that mm-hmm. they're working on, plus, plus you know, the mobile game. on expansions or whatever they're yeah. coming up. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um. Uh, but the point is, you know, it's nice to hear that, this game is going to be supported as yeah. well as they're saying. And that's just, we're just talking about like DLC stuff. There's also expansions we're like yeah. talking about, which are going to mm-hmm. be, you know, bigger drops. And I mean, I'm really well, excited about that, dude.
0: Well, to, no to no be thing. fair to Bungie, there were times where it was like every week there was something new going on. And it was extremely mm-hmm. exciting for a long period of time. But they've definitely gone yeah. away from that. And it is nice to see that CD Projekt Red wants to release Cyberpunk with that same kind of energy and support. So super positive. I, I raise my glass here, here. Yeah.
1: Can't wait. And you're right, dude. It might it might not be fair, um, just to kind of bring it around. it might It may not be fair to compare those two games, right? Because one's a live service game. This one is clearly a game that has a life cycle. Right, that they don't expect to go beyond. Well,
0: Um, Andy, it's funny you say that because they did confirm that they have a number of people working on the online version of Twenty Seventy Seven, like a lot. Um, But that's definitely like a
1: three-year later release. It's it's (laughs) definitely
0: coming later, but it is definitely coming. Right, and and it's not. It's not like well. You have cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and then you have some PvP modes. That's mm-hmm. not it. It yeah. is a, it is a, a, it is a multiplayer all like it's it's just a separate but connected product. So mm-hmm. I think the scope of that is going to be pretty substantial.
1: Now, do you think it's going to go like, uh, like uh, Fallout seventy? Uh, <laughs>
0: I think it's gonna go more along uh, the lines of GTA.
1: Oh, okay, Got it. not Red Dead.
0: Well, I don't know Red Dead. <laughs> I don't know Red Dead. I'm saying
1: it's story. not gonna be a buggy mess when it drops, will it?
0: I hope not. I hope. Well, <laughs> we'll let's see. see how September we'll see. goes, man, and yeah, that'll right. tell yeah. us how how uh, how comfort how comfortable they are with releasing stuff. Yeah, for sure. So. Nice. But, uh right. Andy, in other news, some action RPG mm. news, oh, okay. uh, Minecraft is Diablo. Our action, our,
1: is this our <laughs> ARPG corner with Manny <laughs> the, and Andy?
0: The ARPG corner. So Minecraft Dungeons is coming soon. It did get mm. delayed. This game looks really, really nice. And I'm excited to play it. My boys, actually, they, uh, they had me... I told them about a video that I saw, like IGN did this, like, four things we like about Minecraft Dungeons, something like that. So I mentioned it to the boys, and they've been hounding me, so we watched it before bed. It's only, like, a five-minute video, but they are, you know, my kids, they love, love, love Minecraft quite a bit, and they are bouncing off the walls excited for this new game.
1: Right. So... So I'm not going to read the whole whole article, but no, I am going to read this one. Yeah, I'm going to read this one excerpt from uh, this is uh, uh, from Kotaku. Uh-huh. Uh, it says, uh, "What does it say? Uh, here we go. Uh, while mon- while Minecraft Dungeons looks like Minecraft if shoved through an isometric point of view, in playing it, I found it's actually more akin to Diablo with a strong baby's first dungeon crawler vibe." <laughs> <laughs> I really love that, dude. <laughs> I saw that. I thought, "Wow, yes, uh, yes." Yeah. I, I like do that. this with my boys now.
0: Yes, oh, definitely, man. dude.
1: Even my, even my guys. My guys are are you know a bit older than yours. Yeah, maybe yeah. my youngest is around uh, your oldest. age.
0: Yeah, right I've got now. nine, nine, and twelve, and
1: four. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so mine are fifteen and eleven now. Yeah, um, but. Uh, they still love minecraft they play together minecraft yeah uh from uh, from time to time yeah so uh this will be good man and they always come over here and my oldest is like you're playing diablo again i'm like bro you should get into it man i could level you up from like zero to paragon 300 in like an hour Uh, yeah but uh but yeah dude we'll see
0: We'll it's interesting there's no classes in the game every mm-hmm. spec is determined by the gear you get there's different perks you could uh, that come on gear that you could invest points into you could mm-hmm. modify gear you know they showed they showed a bow that did poison damage and fire damage and ricochet and all these different things lots of different ways of play there's also this uh they showed some like uh, I think it was some kind of melee weapon that give you a lot of speed and attack speed so it looks fun it looks like it's gonna be a pretty good time um Mm -hmm. through through that that filter of minecraft Mm
1: -hmm. so yeah and and i love that it has that couch co-op uh yes uh, mode too man that's so cool dude
0: yeah exactly i i believe there will be cross play but not at launch if i'm remembering that correctly yes yeah Um, they're, they're gonna
1: be working on that uh but there will be cross play yeah um and then uh, of course online co-op as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and in couch co-op in action RPGs on console big thing. I believe Blizzard said that most people that play Diablo on the console play with someone else. Uh mm. on, like at uh you know playing two player. So mm. that's that's actually pretty interesting, I think. But uh dude, super cool. I'm excited about it. Can't wait to play yeah. on uh in May, May 26th.
1: Yes, yeah, coming up, coming up soon. May 26th is also my birthday, sir. Oh, my goodness, Andy. Wow. You're
0: (laughs) going to be, what, 32?
1: Oh, yeah, 25. Amazing.
0: Again. (laughs) 25 again.
1: 25 for the third time, bro. (laughs) Andy, Uh, I've got to hear
0: some good news, buddy. Tell me about Google Stadia.
1: (laughs) You ready for a laugh, Manny? Oh, man. Oh, dude. Okay, so Google Stadia... It's looking for some customers, Nanny. Uh, From The Verge, Google is launching the free version of its Stadia game streaming service today. Anyone with a Gmail address can sign up. The Google and Google is even providing a free two-month trial of Stadia Pro as part of the launch. It comes just two months after Google promised a free tier was imminent and it will mean anyone can get access to nine titles, including Grid, Destiny to the Collection, and Thumper for uh, free of charge. And and uh, interestingly, those are the only three games that you can get for free on Google Stadia. Oh, wow. um, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Even existing Stadia Pro customers will get two months of uh, the free of the service for free, as Google is not charging existing subscribers. For the next two months, 14 countries will be able to access the free trial of Stadia Pro, and users can buy and keep individual games on the service. After the two-month Stadia Pro trial, there's a joke in there, but I'm gonna be the bigger person, Manny. Um, after <laughs> the the two-month Stadia Pro trial, the service will revert to the base free Stadia service, which is limited to 1080p resolution, 60fps, and stereo sound. Google is also making some changes to Stadia to accommodate the influx of new users, quote unquote, to reduce load on the internet. Further, we're working toward a temporary feature that changes the default screen resolution from 4K to 1080p," explains Phil Harrison, Google Stadia's <laughs> chief. Right? You're laughing because that's that like that's all the time, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's funny because it's like it's we're introducing a feature. Right, and the feature is making your experience worse, even though you're paying
1: for it. Yeah, but dude, they assure us that you'll barely feel it.
0: Oh, good. Okay, yeah, you can't
1: even you can't even tell. Most people, the computers that they have, the monitors that they have, won't even be able to notice.
0: Mm,
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh, The vast majority of people on a desktop or laptop Oh, there it is Won't notice a (laughs) significant drop in gameplay quality But you can choose your data usage options in the Stadia app If you're interested in trying out Stadia You can now sign up for free over at Google Stadia site Google does say it's rolling out over the next 48 hours starting today So the free version might not be immediately available in every region just yet But Wow you still have to buy like the controller and all that stuff, right?
0: Yeah, you need yeah, you need hardware to make this so run.
1: Not, so then so then it's really not free, is it?
0: Well, it's funny Andy. Uh, it, I just there's just something about releasing a product and then heavily discounting it later on like soon after its release. That just makes me feel like it's not being very successful. You hardly see game titles being reduced by 50% unless there's something wrong, right?
1: Yes. And we've seen
0: that a few times, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, I got bamboozled
1: by uh, Battlefield. Yes, you
0: did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But games that are extremely successful, you do not see them going on discount like that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that kind of tells me, you know, maybe Stadia isn't having the reception that they had hoped for.
1: Now I wish I had pinned the article or the video, maybe that I was watching on this very uh, topic. But mm-hmm. they they somehow, and you probably know because you listen to a lot more stuff than I do. But they were able to glean some numbers. Like I don't know that uh, St- uh, Google is sharing like how many units they've sold or this that, and the other. But there was some. Oh, like app downloads weren't there? Like you have to have an app. To you do use the Stadia. So they counted the app downloads, and it was like some number that was really not impressive. I was like, "Well, you kind of have to sort of by using these numbers, you can assume that these people are the ones like if they own the Stadia, they downloaded the app, and that like there was it was some real like alarmingly low number, of yeah. people that that downloaded that app, but that that is." It's me trying to recall something that I heard or saw. So don't take it with a grain of salt.
0: Well, if I had to guess, uh, if if somebody basically poses the question, you know, based on everything you've heard and read over the last few months, would you say Google Stadia is a success? Um, Mm. I would probably be more prone to say uh, probably not because uh, if you just look at their whole business model, and the way re- they released it to me in my mind Google Stadia it came out a year too early like an entire calendar year because mm. so many features that were promised just still hasn't been have not been delivered and then they all of a sudden say well you know we're just going to roll out the features as they become available okay. not not great a lot of the performance issues they have And how a lot of games aren't hitting that native 4K promise and all this stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, just Google just said it's the developer's fault. It's the people that are making these games and putting them on our platform. Google, don't you think that you should be working with these developers to make sure they are meeting these minimum requirements to be on your platform to deliver the promises that you made to your customers? They just simply pass the buck. Um, right. And I think it's because their their whole package, Stadia, isn't ready. Um, so, you know, and their whole, their whole model of how you access it, there's a monthly fee, plus you have to buy the games at full price. I guarantee you, Andy, if you have a game on Stadia that is going on sale uh, on Steam summer sale, Stadia is not going to be price matching, dude. There's no right. way you're paying less money on Stadia for games than you would anywhere else. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think I think Stadia has some major, major issues, uh, so much so that they're giving the thing away.
1: Yes, yeah. Well, here, Manny, I just found an article that says uh, Google Mobile Downloads suggest Stadia has sold 107,000 units in the last two months. Wow. That was as of March 20th, 2020. That's crazy, yeah.
0: That's crazy for a brand new platform, a new gaming platform. Wow,
1: yeah, yeah. So there you go. Well, total numbers, I have no idea, right? mm -hmm. Since it's launched, but in the last two months, one hundred seven thousand. That's, you know, that's crazy.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see what Amazon does with their, uh, with their. What is it called? I can't even remember. That was just last week. We talked about it.
1: Um, well don't ask me to remember okay. because I can't even <laughs> remember.
0: <laughs> well Andy, we got we got two yes. more stories here, buddy, before Ooh, okay. we say goodnight. Um okay. first up, BlizzCon. So mm-hmm. I, Andy I don't know how to say this, Andy, but I used to be a blizzard
1: guy. Like, say it in English.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo hablo inglés. So yes. I used to be quite the Blizzard fan person. I would oh, buy yes, everything yeah. they released. Even if I wasn't even going to play the game, I'd still give them money for it because mm-hmm. I love the company so much. Uh, yeah. the, things have changed, right? Blizzard is is very different than, uh, yeah. than they've been. Nevertheless, yeah. I look forward to BlizzCon every single year. It's just yeah. something that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, you buy the
1: virtual pass, right? I do.
0: Sure. I do. I buy the virtual mm-hmm. ticket. I watch it at home. And and I enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, as every convention that was to be released this year, uh, mm-hmm. Blizzard BlizzCon usually comes at the end of the year, the very end. So mm-hmm. they have all but said that it's going to be canceled. Mm-hmm. They just don't know. It's like they're, they're, mm-hmm. they, there's this blog post and actually there's a lot of details they gave here and it's actually a, a, a decent read. But um, th- they're telling us that they they have no way to say whether or not the convention will happen. Yeah. But well, they they're are...
1: giving themselves an out, right? Yeah. Especially with yeah sort of the uncertainty of how long this is all going to last. Exactly. I think yeah. they're probably just prepping for the worst.
0: Yes, but they are prepping. They did. Mm. They did talk about the fact that they have. Uh, the, their whole team, they are continuing to do what they are supposed to be doing to get a BlizzCon going at the mm-hmm. end of the year. So what that tells me is that there's a good chance that they may still do some kind of virtual ticket, um, right. even though they may not have a convention. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know, but if you, if this is something you've been thinking about, um, if you, if you, I don't know if we have any listeners that actually go to BlizzCon, mm. uh, but that's something that I've always wanted to do.
1: We have a lot of you guys that are former wowheads. Some of us still current wowheads. I'm talking yeah. to you, Mr. Dropkick. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw him playing earlier today, Manny. Hey, that's okay. No shame. I saw, him,
0: no, no I saw shame. him posting about it.
1: <laughs> no shame
0: in your Warcraft
1: game. No, no, no. He put it out there too. He was all like, man. I've been feeling some warcraft lately. Dude,
0: tell you what man. Andy, I have uh I so my I had some driver issues on my PC. I I yes. downloaded like like a buggy driver and and I kept blue screening so I reinstalled Windows, started fresh. Everything is running smooth. But I didn't have any of mm-hmm. my games saved, so I had to re-download stuff. Oh, I no, downloaded no. two games, Andy. Two games. <gasps> Diablo 3? Mm. In World of
1: Warcraft. In World of Warcraft. You <laughs> son of a gun. You son of a biscuit.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, I actually, I don't, uh, I I have not, I'm not playing yet. I'm not playing. Mm. But the alpha just came out for the new expansion, and it's uh-huh. going through testing. And boy, Andy. Boy, howdy. I, I, all I'm going to say is that I'm going to have a killer end of 2020. Ah. starting with cyberpunk and all the cool games coming out at the end of the year dude mm. i am dude even new world uh, amazon mmo that got delayed as well there's so many games that i'm going to have um th- the end of the year it's just going to be too much dude and so mm. i'm i'm happy and world of warcraft shadowlands is going to be a part of that and um don't uh don't tell anybody cuz i don't want this to get out just yet Okay. And I am going to figure out a way to get people
1: All to of us join play. me. Yeah, yeah, of course. You are gonna first. You are gonna shame me into it. You are just gonna just, you know, you did it with Poe, and you are gonna do it with this game. Well, no. Well,
0: <laughs> here is the thing, Andy. Here is the thing. Like, uh-huh. if you had an opportunity, a once in a lifetime mm-hmm. opportunity to do something cool, like skydiving, or uh, or like no. deep sea fishing, or something like that.
1: Yeah, I might do that.
0: Um, Then, uh, you know, you might want to think about taking it. Uh, Shadowlands, when this comes out, they've revamped the whole uh, new player experience, completely new way to get people into the game. The entire leveling leveling to get into max level completely changed the way it's done, and it is going to be more new player friendly than ever before. And there are some really, really great uh, end game activities for small groups, like just a couple of us. So what I'm excited. Okay, just this is a quick tangent. All right. Mm. Years ago, World of Warcraft was fantastic. If you were able to get into a group of twenty five people, and and nail down schedules. You, you were able to raid and have an amazing time, but you had to support that raid throughout the whole week, making gold, farming your mats just for a raid night for all your consumables and stuff. The The game has changed, and in Shadowlands, totally different. It has been redesigned to accommodate people like us that have normal jobs that could only mm-hmm. play here and there and still get a good experience. That don't want to play with twenty-five people. That don't want to do a forty-man raid. I just want to play with a couple friends and do some cool, challenging stuff. Mm-hmm. That is now available, and I'm ec- I'm excited because one of my favorite games of all time has changed to accommodate my lifestyle,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it's just mm-hmm. cool, man. I love it. I think it's super neat. T-
1: Te gusta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's like you, because World of Warcraft has this whole stigmatism to where it's like it'll steal your soul, it'll take your life mm-hmm. because it, you know, you get addicted. and That's all you want to do, and it takes so much to so accomplish much everything. But yeah. not anymore. It's a different game. It's a grown up, and um, I'm uh, I'm happy about it. Anyways, okay. dude, last story, quickly yes. here, Valorant. Dude. Rant. Didn't we say this thing was gonna like break break off the uh the whole uh, first person genre and get and, uh grow super popular? It has, dude. It has grown mm. extremely popular. So, not without some trickery here, Andy. Some oh, okay. some, some marketing trickery. So okay. how do you get a brand new game to be extremely popular? Well, you announce a beta. First of all. You, you make an, aus- an awesome game. A very good mm-hmm. experience. Features in this genre that people have longed for for a long time. So Riot has put together Valorant. They've done all the back-end stuff to where people just really want it. 120 tick uh, servers. So it's super fast. None of this trading business. None of this uh, mm. this like... A, Uh, Beaker's Advantage, Cheaters, all the stuff that people hate in multiplayer Mm -hmm. games. They've been able to deal with that stuff, right? So far, Mm -hmm. the reports on that in the beta are are very positive. They have tons of streamers that have huge followings uh, on Twitch, playing the game. They give them access so they can play right away. The way you and I can play is by watching Twitch And uh, if you're lucky enough, your account gets flagged by Riot and gives you a code.
1: Oh, nice.
0: So that's how they do it. They are the marketing (laughs) genius of this is to get all these people, everyone who wants to play, just watching Twitch for a chance to play. So there's no Ah, keys being given away. It's crazy. This has worked so powerfully, Andy. It has peaked Mm -hmm. out at 1.7 million concurrent
1: viewers. That's crazy, dude. It is
0: insane, dude. Yes. That is absolutely. a mighty number. And people uh, want to
1: play, bro. Yeah. People want to play the game.
0: <laughs> they do, dude. It's crazy. Uh the they broke a record with this one point seven. The uh the most concurrent views was held by another company called Riot. Same company. Uh for a League mm-hmm. of Legends thing. So they mm. they broke their own record.
1: Goodness. It's it's cra- it's dude. crazy man. It's really yeah. crazy. Now, have you now, you did not get into the beta, did you? No.
0: No, I have okay. not been chosen.
1: Matt did get into the beta. Yes, he is. Yeah. He yes. Now, have we heard any like are we do we like the game or Well,
0: Andy, the game is hard. Okay. It is a hard it is not forgiving. It is um like, one hit kill, uh, one life game. Uh, mm. of, of course, there's, you know, not every gun's one hit kill. And there is a a, a, a resurrection available, I believe, by one mm. hero and stuff, agent. Mm. Um, so, there, yes, but, but by and large, this is a game where you have to be engaged. It's tactical. It's quick mm. rounds. It's fast pace. Uh, fast pace in the in the in the sense that that you have to be ready and on the ball. There's actually uh, you know major strategy in this since you only get one life per round. Is you have to be set up, you have to be methodical. You got to be slow. You got to watch your corners. You got to uh, pay attention to your line of sight, and and because of that turtle, you have to turtle as a team, and you got to be yes. tactical. So it's. It's not fast-paced in the sense where like you're running and gutting, but as far as like your awareness, you being alert and just engaged, that's there. But uh, it's it's a competitive shooter to the core. 5v5 mm.
1: competitive shooter. Wow. Wow. That's insane, dude. Yeah. Well, um, dude, man, those numbers are, are impressive, you know, and, and even if you had to, I guess, Cheat for lack of a better term <laughs> uh, to get them. Um, uh, that's still, I think that speaks to the interest that people have in your game. That's still uh like super impressive, right? Yes. Uh, look, you could offer me a f- uh, an opportunity to get into a beta for, gosh, I mean, any number of ge- Valorant, and I mean, yeah. it didn't, it didn't get me to. Oh, let me look up Twitch and check out, yeah, you know, this stream. Yeah. Um. But the fact that they were able to get that amount of uh, folks interested in watching their stream—that's impressive. Yeah. That's super impressive. It is. Um, so the, I'm sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure that uh, you know, Riot has a a good, good pedigree in terms of of um, you know getting people to uh, you know stay interested in a game for yes. for a long time and drum up a lot of business in terms of streams and whatnot. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that the competitive game is sort of their, their, their corner of the gaming world, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if there is one company in the world that's able to uh, just keep the blood pumping in Mm -hmm. a competitive game, it's Riot because of how successful they've been with the League of Legends Mm-hmm. And that's that's uh, that's what this game is. This game is built from the ground up to be an esport. Right. So, you know, it's people, it's their their opportunity to get on the ground floor to be an influencer or to be a, a pro player or whatever. You know, for, mm-hmm. for weeks now, people have been saying, Oh, I'm a professional Valorant player now. Mm-hmm. Leaving CSGO, leaving um uh, what's what's the uh, what's the Ubisoft Rainbow Six and siege. even leaving yeah siege and even leaving overwatch and stuff mm. so it there there's this is like the momentum is here so yeah. quite quite the wave this game is riding
1: yeah yeah we'll see we'll see when is it due to actually release
0: they don't know just yet but mm. it's going to be soon summer soon soon i oh, believe okay. and they want to release it sooner than later as soon as they are sure everything is good to go. Right. So, okay. but yeah, cool stuff, man.
1: Very cool, man. Well, I can't wait for people who uh, are into that. I'm sure my, <laughs> son, yeah. my son will probably, He's he's been heavily into Siege. I know that he's like vulturing right outside my my door here just waiting to get on the PC. <laughs> That's funny, dude. They've been on a tear on yeah. Siege. On yeah, the dude. On Siege.
0: He'll be he'll but, yeah. dude. I think Valorant will be a good game for him to get into because the pi- microtransactions seem fair, and mm-hmm. uh, they they will have a season pass. So okay. if if their reputation that they just established with Legends of Runeterra tell us anything, then their new mm-hmm. strategy for monetizing these new IPs is uh, is to be pro player or for the nice, player. Dude. So good stuff, man. Wait. Yeah, nice yes dude hey buddy thanks for hanging out man
1: oh dude thanks for having me good
0: times thanks for writing these notes dude
1: bro it you know you do a much better job than I do it takes me like three hours to put together a show it takes you 30 minutes (laughs) no dude (laughs) dude, it's my pleasure my pleasure great
0: job so thanks our uh, I almost said my friends but but you are our friends for listening and hanging out with us Thanks to everyone who is supporting us financially through Patreon. We really appreciate that help. 100%. You guys are awesome. And uh, yeah, thanks so much. If you have any feedback for us, just go to GamingAdventureClub.com and hit us up there. For sure. Absolutely. So until next time, my friends, have an adventurous week and take care of each other.